1: What's up, listeners? Welcome to another episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox. My name is Ahmad, and I am your host. Uh, Welcome, welcome to another week, another episode of the podcast. Um, Thank you all for tuning in. I really hope you enjoyed the mix from last week. You know, um, it just felt only right to, you know, give a playlist, give a mix... music to you know just help everybody you know chill and zone out and just give you some nice music to listen to so this week um we're more or less uh back to the format um there were some albums that came out last week that i was going to talk about but Because of the the things that happened, I decided to scrap that. So I will be talking about those in the Dig Deeper segment as well um, as Tribe Called Quest's uh, newest and last album as well as their SNL performance. But for now, I'm going to give you the Song of the Week. um, And then uh, once that plays, we're going to go right into the press play segment. So Song of the Week... This week goes to the late, great Bobby Womack. Bobby Womack was um, uh, an African-American R&B soul singer um, who had an amazing career. Uh, his career spanned probably like at least 50 years. He had like 27 studio albums. Um, and he died uh, a couple years ago in the summer of 2014. Um, And the last album he put out was called the bravest man in the universe. And so the song I wanted to play is from that album. It's called whatever happened to the times. Um, It's my favorite song off of this project. Uh, And this project is also very dope. So definitely check that out. I'll put, you know, the information in the podcast newsletter. But yeah, this song is called "Whatever Happened to the Times?" and Bobby is out here, you know, just just singing, just singing. You know, he had a, a really great voice, and he really showcases it um, in this song. So, um, play a little bit of that, and then right after um, that, we'll I'll be right back with the press play segment. Welcome back to Thinking Outside the Boombox. Let's jump right into the press play segment. Um, as you know, this is the segment where I give you uh, your hip-hop and R&B news, some things to check out, some rumored things, any upcoming albums and projects that you need to be aware of. So let's start with some things that um, happened in the past two weeks that I think you should check out. Number one is Party Next Door. Now, Party Next Door does not um, do many interviews. To be honest, I don't know if I had ever heard him like speak of him, like singing, but... He did uh, go to Charlotte. He's on tour with Jeremiah currently, the Summer's Over tour, and they touched down in Charlotte. Um, And while he was there, he sat down with Power98 to do a quick little interview where he talked about writing for Rihanna, you know, what it's like being signed to OVO, the tour, Uh, and it was a pretty decent interview. Um, And Party carries himself well, so if you want to get a little bit of insight into a Party Next Door, definitely check out. Excuse me, check out that interview, um, and all of this is going to be in the podcast newsletter, of course. Uh, next, Bruno Mars um, announced his Twenty Four Carat Magic World Tour. Um, his album Twenty Four Carat Magic will be coming out this Friday, and um, he's already planned a world tour, and it is a very expansive uh, world tour at that. Um, it doesn't start until uh, March, where he'll be touring across Europe um, from March until, like, July. And then from July to November of 2017, he'll be uh, touring in the United States. So I'll make sure to put all the dates and everything um, up into up on the podcast newsletter. Um, I think Bruno Mars' album is about to be... He's given us Versace on the Floor, 24 Karat Magic, and I think Chunky was the other one. Um, they've all just got amazing vibes, and I think I think he's about to really bring it with this album. So, as we all know, he's also a very, very good performer. Um, so, I think a Bruno Mars tour is definitely something to check out. So, you know, I'll keep you posted with all the news on that. Um, next... You should check out Kid Cudi's surfing video. I believe. Well, I'm not sure if he's out of rehab, um, but he definitely did a concert, um, like with uh, Travis Scott and a few people before the election, or maybe last week. Um, so maybe he's going in and out of rehab, or maybe he is out of rehab. Rehab. Either way. Um, before he went in, he released a video for his song Surfin', which is his song with Pharrell. And the video just features Kid Cudi pretty much dancing in this like the video's got like this psychedelic uh like filter on it. And it's just it's just a weird looking video. But he's basically just dancing around to this to the song Surfing, and he's got ASAP Mob in there, with ASAP Rocky, Dr. Genius, Jada Smith is in there just dancing with him, so it's a pretty cool video, and it's definitely good to see Cuddy like, you know, upbeat and, you know, happy, and he definitely seems like it in that video, so definitely check that out. Um, Next, Gucci Man and Future dropped off an EP, um, it's called Free Bricks Zone 6 Edition, A follow up to their 2011 uh, mixtape has six songs. Apparently, they, you know, spontaneously just got in the studio and started making tracks and inspiring each other, and then they decided to just put it out like, like as soon as they finished it. They didn't want to make it too big of a thing. They just wanted to put it out there. So it is out there. It's on SoundCloud. Um, Hit up the podcast newsletter at hopeforhiphop.org to get the links to that um you know they're both Atlanta rappers and I I think they'll definitely bring out the best question mark um out of each other so definitely check that out um and speaking of Gucci uh both Gucci Man and Pusha T hopped on the remix of Common Song Black America again and it's not surprising for Pusha but Gucci actually delivers some slightly socially conscious bars. You know, it, it was, I was very surprised. So um, check it out. It's worth checking out. It's Gucci Man and Pusha remixing uh, remixing Common's Black America Again song from Common's latest album, Black America Again, which we will discuss a little bit later. Um, oh, so what else you should check out? Shia LaBeouf. Who some of you may know as Even Stevens, who some of you may know um, uh, from Transformers, uh, or who some of you may even know from the whatever he was doing in that Sia video. Um, dude can rap. He's got bars, and this is no like, oh, he can like, you know, he can write, and he no, he's got he's got flow. He's got bars. He stopped by uh, uh, Shea45 for Sway in the Morning's show for whatever reason. Um, he decided he wanted to do the Five Fingers of Death, which is where Sway puts on five different beats at different tempos, and the rapper, the artist, has to be able to flow, you know, without, like, you know, completely quitting um, over all five beats. And. Uh, Shia LaBeouf decided he was game and he absolutely was game because he was very good like he had wordplay he you know had the lyricism he had like you know his flow wasn't perfect but it was definitely better than any actor I know um okay well sorry Drake not you know you don't really act that much anymore so you know I wasn't really talking to you um (laughs) but yeah so he's got bars definitely check it out um I was thoroughly surprised and I know you will be, too. Um, next up, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, who some of you may prefer to refer to him as, um, is releasing an album in December. And it is called Awaken My Love. Um, and he released a song from the project. Um, and the the song is called... Uh, sorry, it is leaving my mind right now for some reason. Uh I think it's called like Me and Mama or Me and My Mama or something like that. Um but yeah so I'm I'm guessing this is the project that he did at that like Joe that like Jonah Tree thing. Um and it is coming very soon. December yeah it's called Me and Your Mama sorry the song. Um, it's got eleven tracks the project um i don't see any features but that doesn't mean anything because artists just don't like to put features in their songs anymore as far as like listing them so who knows but the me and your mama song he released has got like a rockish vibe to it my um girl said it kind of reminded her gave her some Jimi hendrix vibes so you know gambino of course is doing some interesting things and we haven't gotten music from him since that stone mountain Kawhi project so i'm i'm interested to see how this goes so definitely you can pre-order it now. I'll put that link in the newsletter and when you pre-order it you get to, to download the the single me and your mama. So check that out. Um another thing you could you should check out um even though the election results were what they were uh last week um the day before Vic Minsa Chicago rapper showed up on Jimmy Kimmel and performed uh his song 16 shots and it's a performance you definitely should see it was very passionate Vic was about it and at the end he stopped the song completely to give like a PSA about voting and it was a it was a dope performance um definitely one of the best performances i've seen from Vic so definitely check that out um, schoolboy Q and E-40 released a music video for his song Dope Dealer off of Face. Um, and the video is pretty dope, no pun intended. Like he, throughout the video, it shows like the process of marijuana being made from the perspective of the marijuana while him and E-40 are blazing up and doing a bunch of crazy things. So it's dope. It's dope. Um, definitely check that out um let's jump into the rumors um some of them which I know to be true but either way uh Justin Timberlake is apparently working on a new album with Pharrell Williams now we know Justin's track record with you know hot producers <laughs> Timberland. so I think this could be good um uh for Justin you know we haven't gotten an album since, I want to say, 2013, so unless he's giving up music for good, I think it's about that time. So, yeah, keep working on that, Justin. Uh, Apple Music is considering a price cut to $7.99 instead of the $9.99 it is now, and I think the family fourteen ninety nine would go down to something uh, smaller. But they're considering it because of competition, yada yada. So I would definitely appreciate that. I hope that is more than just a rumor. Um, Chance the rapper um, is apparently going to star in a movie next year. Not like a you know huge production, but Austin Vesely, who directs most of Chance's music videos, is directing a some like a movie short film next year, and I believe Chance will be starring in it. So look out for that to come. Twenty eighty eight the uh, duo of Big Sean and Jhene Aiko um, announced that they would be dropping another album next year, 2017, as well as their solo album. So, more Big Sean, more Jhene Aiko next year. Uh, Immortal Technique, uh, a rapper that most people slept on, apparently 11 years later, is planning on releasing that the Middle Passage album in the second quarter of 2017. Um so spring 2017 we might be getting a new immortal technique album and this is straight from his mouth or quote unquote mouth it's his facebook so stay tuned for that that's a big deal and speaking of that uh n-e-r-d pharrell chad hugo are also um well they didn't really give a date but somebody asked pharrell if a NERD album was to come at any point and he said yes, at the right time. So at some point in the future, an RD album will drop. So that is definitely good news. Um, let's jump into the upcoming albums you should look out for. As I stated, uh, this Friday, Bruno Mars is releasing 24 Karat Magic. Friday after that, The Weeknd's releasing Starboy. That's on November 25th. Um, the December 2nd, Childish Gambino is releasing Awaken My Love as well as John Legend is releasing his new album Darkness and Light. Uh, December 9th Post Malone is releasing Stoney and at some point in December Drake is releasing his More Life project um, and To Be Determined Kid Cuddy's Passion Pain and Demon's Land is still, still to be released. So we got some good things coming up on the pipeline. That's definitely dope. Um, so yeah, that is all for the press play segment. Let's take a short break and let's jump right into the dig deeper segment when we come back. Welcome back to thinking outside the boombox um let's jump right into the dig deeper segment um so last friday i believe it was well not last friday friday before last on november 4th um uh there were three albums projects in particular um that i think it is important to talk about um One, mainly because I have a hot take about it, but we'll get to that. And I want to start with Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys released her sixth studio album called Here. Um, This was the album that um, the singles were in common, Hallelujah, um, which neither of the songs were actually on the... The album. I mean, they were on the deluxe edition, but they were the only two songs added to the deluxe edition. So I don't know. It's basically like she just added them to the end of the album. But, you know, it was a good album. I'm going to say that first off. I really, I really like it. Gone are the days where I expect an As I Am or the Diary of Alicia Keys level album from her. And I really should stop expecting that for most artists who've been in the game for a while. They're going to adapt and they're not always going to give you, you know, the same type of stuff. But let me just put this out here right now, you know, and I don't wish any of this on Swiss Beats and Alicia Keys, but can Swiss Beats just like mess up or something like like, like, nigga, like, forget to take out the trash and like, just like, let her be upset about like when Alicia Keys is singing about heartbreak and un, and like love and, and not the type of love, like love each other because we're the Bible says so. When we're Like when she's talking about love and unrequited love and heartbreak and the way she feels about someone, that is some of Alicia Keys's best music easily as i am was all of that and that i think was her best album diary had that i think that's her second best album you know when she's when she's in that zone she she kills it but you know she's super happy she got two kids or whatever and you know she ain't she ain't in that mode right now you know and i don't wish any heartbreak on alicia keys i just want that heartbreak music you know what i mean um but yeah, this album saw Alicia really experimenting in that she gave us some styles we weren't really used to hearing from her. Um, you know, as she likes to do on all of her albums, she always starts off with some sort of piano interlude. Um, and in this one, she, she's she been in a spoken word type of mood lately, so she incorporated some of that in there. Um, but yeah, you know, this is one of her inspiring albums you know, but, and Girl on Fire was like that, but I, I was not into Girl on Fire at all, at all, but I like this, this is also in, in that type of album, as far as, like, you know, the things she's talking about, but I like it a lot better, she's, you know, there wasn't a lot of, a lot of screaming, the vocals were on point, she was hitting the notes she needed to hit, and then she gave us a lot of different styles, She gave us hip-hop on the gospel. She gave us, like, Negro Spiritual on Pond It All. She gave us Neo Soul and Hip-Hop on She Don't Really Care. Like, she she was doing a lot of different styles, and she talked about a lot of different social issues. Um, You know, this album is pro-black. It's pro-woman. It's pro-nature. You know, it's just pro. It's just pro. It's pro-everything um on the first real song the gospel you know it features her giving us some straight bars like she's rapping about life in the ghetto and it was dope like i was feeling it i was like okay talk that talk alicia um but yeah so like then she has a song on there um called kill your mama where she, mama was basically a metaphor for mother nature where she's talking about how people are killing the environment and, like destroying the world and fun fact Emily Sande or Sande uh helped her write that song and Emily also dropped an album uh this past week check that out um but you know what there there were a few songs in particular that stood out to me where I was like ooh Alicia these are the MVPs of this album. Number one, She Don't Really Care slash One Love. Now, I don't think we've really gotten a lot of the Neo Soul vibe from Alicia in a while. And She Don't Really Care is so Neo Soul. Um, and it's definitely got a lot of hip-hop undertones, too. Got that boom-bap on the beat, the synths and the keys and the melody. You know, I could picture Erykah Badu or Jill Scott singing the same song. You know, she had a lot of New York pride on it and you know she ended the song by like going into a new song where she flips and samples One Love by Nas same beat and she you know she sings over it so you know this song was very very dope very inventive and I I like Neil's soul Alicia I really could take a lot more of that as well you know she had a song called Illusion of Bliss which I think might be the best song on the album where you know it's a really touching song where she sings from the perspective of an addict um and the song really talks about addiction period it doesn't have to be drugs it could be whatever people are addicted to uh but she really goes all out on the vocals and the passion the passion she emits and it is so evident um now she had a song on there called blended family with asap rocky she could keep that she could keep that song the song is basically about i guess, Swiss beats. Uh, ex-wife, Mashonda, or whatever, and how uh, they have a blended family, and Alicia's like, look, we all love each other. And, you know, I don't need it. I don't need it, okay? I'm sorry, Alicia. It was corny. It was so corny. Like, I I skip it every single time. I'm not ashamed to say that. <laughs> um, so, she had a song in there called Girl Can't Be Herself. Now, I knew once the No Makeup movement that she started um happened i knew we were gonna get a song about it and i I say this a little sarcastically because you know we all found out that the no hashtag or no makeup movement was actually hashtag i wear significantly less makeup (laughs) um so you ain't fooling nobody alicia Uh, i'm just kidding i love you Um, so yeah, so Girl Can't Be Herself, you know, is the song we all knew was coming about how, uh, women should be able to do whatever they want, like, don't wear makeup, don't wear bras, let your titties hang out, who cares, like, men are allowed to do what we're allowed to do, like, it's whatever, it's our world too, you know what I mean? Uh, so we all knew that was coming, and that's, that's fine, that's fine, I was ready for it, I was prepared, um, Then she has a song on there called More Than We Know, which is a really dope song. You know, it really takes an old-school hip-hop beat um, and sees her singing, you know, a pretty inspirational song on top of it. It's dope, you know. She tackles every issue possible on this album. She has a song called Where Do We Begin Now, where she's speaking from the perspective of a lesbian who's contemplating the consequences of revealing that she's a lesbian to other people. Um... the, the last song holy war is dope where she talks about how we how war is holy but sex is obscene and she dreams of this utopian world where sex is holy and war is obscene and how that would change um so yeah this is this is social justice social activist alicia but at the same time she brings the heat she brings the heat. It's not as I am. it's not diary of alicia Keys um but it is a very good album here it's it's what I wanted um in that she gave an album that I wasn't I didn't roll my eyes every time like girl on fire, I can't stand that album besides fire we make with that, that duet with Maxwell. I will not listen to another song on that on that album i just I just won't but this one has, has um, you can listen to it again. It's, it's got re rewatch value, re-listen value. Um, so shout out to Alicia for coming with the 6th Studio album, staying relevant out here, showing them what you got. Much love. Um, very quickly, I want to talk about two more albums before we get into Tribe. Uh, Tinashe released um, a mixtape or a project called Night Ride. Um, and it's very, very good. Now, when Tinashe first came out, um, I wasn't, I wasn't too about her. You know, she had, um, she has some songs where I was like, okay, she's got some potential, but I don't know if I'm really, like, that into this. Like, some of this is a little boring, yada, yada, yada. Um, but she's really really been coming into her own uh you know her debut album Aquarius um she released that in 2014 um she had a few mixtapes before that but I think I really started paying attention when she released Amethyst last year it's a mixtape and it is it was very good and Night Ride is also very good um you know, she spends most of the project in a style that's reminiscent of either FKA Twigs or a style of Rihanna. Like, both styles are present. There are some songs where it's like, ooh, this is Trap Tinashe. And, like, Company, for instance. Uh, and Party Favors, which bumps, still bumps. Um, like, very they're very good tracks. But there, she has a Rihanna vibe. But then there are lots of songs on there. Like, maybe another half of the album that has a very FKA Twigs vibe. Um, her production sounds great, and she really owns the vocals. So, this was definitely will definitely hold me over until her next album, uh, Joyride, which is supposed to be coming out next year. Um, and I'm actually more interested in that album now because of this project. So, shout out to Tinashe. Check out Night Ride. Um... Common released Black America again um a couple Fridays ago. Um so here's where the hot take comes in. Now Common Commons an OG for sure. He's he hasn't changed a thing really since he started. Um I'm pretty sure this is like Common's man, I wanna say like his eleventh album. Let me fact check that. I don't wanna I don't want to say anything that's wrong here. Uh, and, uh, yep, 11th album. So, common has been out here for a while. His f- debut album was in 1992. 1992. That was 24 years ago. So, he's, he's out here. Uh, he's an OG. You know, he hasn't really changed a thing. And if anything, I thought his last album, Nobody's Smiling... Really saw him switch it up a little bit. You know, he had a lot of younger rappers from Chicago on there. Um, And I thought, you know, it was something different. But he's always been a pro-black, socially conscious, uplifting uh, rapper who is an activist, especially now as well. And no matter how many songs he gives us, like Sweet, where he dissed Drake, or Bitchin' You, where where he dissed Ice Cube, it always comes back to the the social justice comment and rightfully so that's fine but this album black america again as you can see in the title is more of the same you know same flow same topics for the most part same old school hip hop beats and i got to say i i don't need any more of this comment i don't I, I i love common i really do He's, he's a great dude, super talented, OG, like, legend, always, but, you know, I was really bored with this project, I really was, and, you know, I like, oh, I like, I like socially conscious, uh, hip-hop, like, Cole and Kendrick, and, like, I was all about Talib and Kanye, early, like, I'm I'm about that Lupe all of them common but right now you know 11 albums in I just you know none of this stood out none of it really was differentiated from what he's done before and I just I think I'm okay I think I think I'm done common I think and I think you should be done as well. I'm sorry, bro. Like, like I, I appreciate everything that you've given to the rap game. But I I personally just don't really need any more of this. And, you know, there were some cool parts. He had, you know, BJ the Chicago Kid featured on a song. Uh, Marsha Ambrosius. Sid from the Internet. You know, he had Stevie Wonder on a song. And, of course, a John Legend. uh, Feature but I just You know nothing really clicked for me Um And that's fine it doesn't have to It 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 really doesn't Um You know Robert Glasper produced a lot of his tracks Which you could really tell Throughout the entire project Robert Glasper's dope Um But yeah that's how I feel You know if you're in the mood for that type of Vibe for sure Common All Day will always be able to give that to you but I just I think right now it's not really what I needed or wanted. So that's how I feel. I'm sorry, comment. Uh, so let's talk about a tribe called Quest, who this past Friday just released uh, their f- sixth and final album. It was called "We Got It From Here." Thank you for your service. It featured Q-Tip, Ali, Jerobi. And even some verses from the late great Fife Dog who just passed. Um He actually the one who came up with the title and they said they don't even they didn't even really know what it meant, but because he liked it so much, they decided to make it the title of this album. This is their final album. Um from what I hear, Q tip talked to everybody that was featured on the album and said, you know, you have to come to the studio to like for for this album. So, even if you wrote your stuff at home, there is no like recording it in Atlanta and then sending it to us. Uh, like, you got to come fly out to the studio to record your verses. And I think, you know, it was a way of getting people together and the people that matter together in these situations to really vibe out and be creative, you know, in memory of Fife. Um, the album's super political, and I don't know if there's been an album in a while more timely than this one. You know, there are some albums where just by coincidence, based off of things that happen in society and the things that they talk about on the album, they just, they mesh and they they come together at the perfect time. And this is one of those albums. It dropped three days after the election, excuse me, that sent this entire country in a spin, in a whirlwind. Um, and they came with the hit, you know, on the very first track, um, excuse me, let me pull up, uh, the track list, because I was not ready for that, I tweaked, um, but the very first track is called, um, dang, I'm tweaking, I'm sorry, y'all, uh, stuff is not coming up like I would like it, anyway, very first track is called The Space Program, and on the first track, you know, they, there's lines in there where they're saying, look, all this nigga's not going. And it's a song about how, like, you know, African Americans and, you know, the marginalized have been left behind, you know, by the majority. And, you know, they didn't compromise a single thing. They did not conform on this project. This is tribe through and through. The flows are on point. The samples are on point. The production is too dope. I'm pretty sure Q-Tip, um, and probably Ali produced every single song. Um, the features are great. Like they, they, they really did this. They got a song called We The People that seems to be speaking directly about Donald Trump, um, like in the in the chorus, like you know they say like all the black folk, you must go, all the Mexicans, you must go, all the poor folk, you must go, Muslims and gays, uh boy, we hate your ways, all the bad folk, you must go in a like in a way where they seemed like they were imitating Donald Trump, but I'm sure they wrote this even even bef- like even before, maybe while he was campaigning, but it 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 spoke directly to about the people that Donald Trump you know opposes and has outwardly said uh, that he is going to do something to hurt us to uh, hurt us detrimentally. Um, and I like I said like this couldn't have been more timely. It's so pro black, you know. This is that activist music. Like this is what you put. Like if the Black Panthers were still, you know, you know, super out here, militant, like, in these streets. This is what would we'll be playing as they marched. They would be playing this tribe called Quest. Um... You know, they had frequent uh, collaborators like Consequence, who was Q-Tip's cousin, and also Busta. They came through and delivered some great, great material. Kendrick's on here. Anderson .Pac. They got Elton John. Three Stacks. Andre Benjamin is on here. Talib Kweli. They got Kanye on the hook, thanks to Consequence. Um, vocals from Marja Ambrosius. See from the internet. Obviously, <laughs> common maybe maybe they flew right from common set to this one because they were also on his album <laughs> excuse me they even got jack white to do you know there's these guitar solos that happen every now and then toward the end of the album throughout um and it's jack white they got jack white to play guitar and that it, it came about organically you know um and the songs the songs are great. They're topical. They really touch on a lot of things. There's a song called Disgeneration where they shout out Kendrick Cole, Joey, Badass, Earl Sweatshirt. And it's almost like they're passing the torch. So they're basically saying, like, yo, these are the guys that are really carrying hip hop and the hip hop that we know and love. These are the ones that are really representing. Um and you know, a lot of a lot of the songs on the project, you know all of the members, so like Busta, Q-Tip, uh, Jarobi Fife, you know, they, when they're rapping, it's not just like Q-Tip does a verse, Busta does a verse, like they rap together, like one verse could be comprised of like four different people, and the way they do it is so smooth. Like, like, Q-Tip will say a line, and then Busta will come in, and then you hear Fife coming in, and you just hear all these different voices, but it's so smooth, and the way that, like, when you're listening to it, it really just sounds like, it feels like, like a posse. Like, it feels like a, tr- like a tribe. Like, they are together, and I, like, they really, they really, um, showcase that group vibe, even though they lost one of theirs, uh, this past year, um they showcase that group vibe and when you listen to it you can hear the group like it's all of them and i think that was a great way for them to do their their final album um killing season it was a somber song but it was a dope song they have a song on there called lost somebody which is a beautiful ode to fife dog where q tip and jerobi are um you know rapping about how they miss fife dog um you know they have a song called conrad tokyo that where Fife directly addresses Trump and, like, SNL and how, like, how are we treating this, like, comedy, like, none of this is funny, this dude is, is, like, bad for society, um, and, you know, it's, it's fitting that they were the first guest on SNL since, um, Trump was elected, and also that Dave Chappelle was the uh host cuz you know Dave Chappelle always had a lot of old school hip hop and neo soul artists as his guests on the Chappelle show. Uh, and let's just jump right into that. Um uh, I'm not going to talk m- uh, much about Chappelle although Chappelle killed it. Uh, it was it was the best SNL uh SNL episode of the year for me. Chappelle brought everything back. Um he was direct Topical, like Chappelle still has it, and it it was fantastic. So Um Uh A Tribe they performed on SNL with Chappelle, which I thought was dope, and they performed the first uh the first two tracks, so The Space Program and We the People. And I think those are two of the you know songs that really were so pro-black and so like speaking against trump and so it was great that they they did that and so for i think it was for we the people they performed it and then like a little banner came down uh with fife's picture on it and when fife's verse came like Jarovi and Q-Tip were just like dancing on the stage and like holding the mic up to the banner like it was it was so dope you could you could really see the love on the stage and they really you know did a great job Busta in consequence came out um to perform with them um actually it wasn't I'm sorry I don't think it was space program I think they did we the people and uh can't think of the the name of the song, but um. Anyway, it was dope. It was dope. They um. They really showed out, and you know their last album had just released, and they probably won't be on SNL again. I don't I don't know if this was the first time they're on SNL, but if it was, that's also even cooler. Um. So yeah, it's just very dope that. Um, tribe was able to make this last album such a moment and a moment that came at you know a perfect uh it came at the perfect time you know without us even really knowing that that's what was gonna happen you know it just happened um and you know it was only right that they ended the album with another fife tribute um it's called the donald which, weirdly enough, um, is because one of Fife's nicknames was Donald Juice or Don Juice. So, uh, all of the artists um, ended this ended the album with a tribute to Fife. So, rest in power to Fife. Um, this is a dope Tribe album. It's very good. It's everything you expect from the Tribe. And, you know, they, they didn't miss a step. Even though it's been like... You know, at least five years, I think, six years since we got our last album from them. So shout out to them. Um, This is a dope album. You definitely should check it out. Everything I've talked about throughout the episode will be in the newsletter. So hit that up. But yeah, that's all I got to say. Thank you for your service, Tribe Called Quest, because you've easily been one of the greatest hip hop groups of all time. So shout out to them. That's all I got for this week's episode. I wanted to talk about those albums. (laughs) Give my hot take on Common. Um, But yeah, it was dope. Thank you all for listening. Um, Please keep telling your friends about the podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It'll really help out. I thank you all so much for listening. And hopefully I will be uh, back next week with another episode. The end of the year is coming. And all of December is going to be filled with you know the usual I got my top 40 songs of the year and usually the top 15 albums of the year but 2016 I think has been the best uh year for music I think since I've been alive that's no lie like so much we got so many good albums this uh, uh maybe not since I've been alive I Since I've been listening, because I've been alive for, for for, through some good years in hip hop, but like since I've been listening to hip hop, um, and R and B, like, like, just there were so many great albums this year, so I might have to up it to like top twenty, maybe twenty five, but I don't don't think I'll need that many. Maybe I will since I'm doing hip hop and R and B, but it'll probably be top twenty, but. The whole month of December is going to be that. I think I'm going to do split both into two episodes. So one week, first two weeks of December, you'll get the top 40. The last two weeks, you'll get the top 20 albums. Um, So that's what's coming up in December. December. Hopefully, I'll get some guests on the podcast. We're still working everything out. And the opening segment is still being worked out. still trying to get the logistics of what that's going to be ironed out. But I thank you all for listening, and stay with me, Um, and I will be back next week with another episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox. Peace out.